Wolf and Luke Middays, 98.7 FM, Arizona's sports station. Baby, I took a half and she took the whole thing. Slow down. Welcome back to the show. It is the Wolf and Luke show here, live from the Oxygen Community Studios. The Phoenix Suns, in case you hadn't noticed, are now 60 and 14. They've locked up the number one seed in the entire NBA with a couple weeks still to go. And joining us on the 72 Sold Sports Line right now is Eddie Johnson. Eddie, thank you for the time today. How you doing? I'm doing well, guys. Yourself? We're doing great. Doing pretty Eddie. good. Really appreciate you joining us. I, I just want to go. I want to parachute in from thirty thousand feet on this one, Eddie. When I say Suns, what do you think of first? Uh, we good. <laughs> yeah, can't argue with that. I mean, that, look, that's been my slogan uh, uh, from maybe halfway point of this season uh, on Twitter. Uh, in my relationship with, with Suns fans. Uh, and obviously you can check me out at JumpShot8. That's at JumpShot8 on Twitter uh, and Instagram. But I'm more on Twitter. And, you know, uh, and the we good really means a lot, guys. It's not just we good. It's, it's all that it encompasses. Uh, deepest team in the league. Uh, the best culture. You know, that's a shot at the Miami Heat, you know, culture-driven comments they always make about their culture is the best. I think any team that has success has great culture. That's the only way you can win. Amen. Uh, it's just the talent on our team that coexists together. You know, like teams can have talent, but that doesn't mean that that talent coexists mm-hmm. and it works out. With the Suns, it's just like one guy goes down, the other guy steps up. It, it's just an amazing thing to witness and how this team has evolved and how close they are and how dynamic they are in regards to no lead is too big, no rhythm is intimidating, and the last two games showed it. You're talking about two teams in Sacramento and Denver that were just hot from three. Mm -hmm. They probably blow out any other team. Sun State with their system, stayed with the way they played, and won the game. Came back and won, which was simply amazing. You know, Eddie, honestly, too, as a former professional, a guy that has played at the highest level, you played a long time, you know how difficult this is to be this good and this consistent on a regular basis. I mean, why are they so special, Eddie? Why? Well, one reason, Wolfie, you know this, they hate to lose. Like, you know, and I'm not throwing myself into the fray, but if you talk to any ex-teammates that played with me, they'll tell you, hated to lose at anything. And that's why I love them even more, because Mm -hmm. I look at myself and say, man, I could have been in this. Because it's not about what you're doing individually. Everyone knows their role. It's just about that you accept, like, you accept the combustion that goes in a game. Like, you know, the last two games with Minnesota and Denver, you know, these teams talking smack, going at the Suns, and the Suns accepted it and threw it back in their face. (laughs) And it's that togetherness, man, and not wanting to lose. Like, putting up a picture of a team they just played during the Suns starting lineup last night. 
that's not good to do against this team <laughs> because they take it personal. And when they take it personal, they get mad and they get smarter and they get productive. And they win. And it's just simply amazing to watch. <laughs> Talking to Eddie Johnson. Eddie, I'm glad you brought that up because specifically with Devin Booker, I mean, he's been through the lean times here and he's obviously excelling now as the team excels. Why would anybody specifically try to instigate him? Like last night's not the first instance we've seen of, a, of another organization trying to instigate Devin Booker when he comes to town. Because they're silly. <laughs> because think about it. If they know anything about Devin, they know since the first day he got into the league, he's highly competitive. And he's not satisfied. Case in point, yesterday was the anniversary of the 70 points. Like, he, most guys will be happy to get 30. He wasn't happy at 40. And he started focusing on 50. How do I know? Because I was having a back-and-forth conversation with him in Boston Garden when he was actually going to get to 70. And, and that's the kind of guy, man, you don't mess with. Like, that's the kind of guy you don't try to, like, let him sleep. Like, yes. the other night in Minnesota, I, I'm telling you, it looked like Devin wasn't Devin early in that game. It just truly didn't. And they started talking smack. Hey, okay, let's go. And they can't match what he can bring. That's why you don't say anything to guys like that. So, like, when I played against the Larry Birds, the Magic Johnsons, and the Michael Jordans of the world, I didn't say much. I made a mistake one time and said something to And I'm telling you, he turned into a crazed animal. <laughs> and I'm like, so I don't understand why they're testing him like that, but let him keep doing it because if they don't, then I'm going to do it. I'm going to say something on the air to tick him off so he can get mad and show me. No, you know what, Eddie, though? I, I love the fact that you say this, Eddie, because it's so true. I mean, Lawrence Taylor was exactly the same way. Just don't say anything to him. Don't say no. anything to Lawrence Taylor. He's going to go out. He'll have a sack. He'll have a, a couple of tackles. He'll make some plays. But if you went out and you focused him, you got his attention, you said anything to him that that fired up his engines, you were gonna you yeah. were gonna lose. Yes, yes, and that's what this team is all about. Bottom. That's what I'm telling you all. I it's love not it. just Devin. It's top to bottom. Yes. You're starting to see that with DeAndre. Now, he's maturing. And look, I'm telling you, the way he's playing right now, it's ridiculous. I mean, I'm so proud of him and how he have got – You know, he's a mature kid. You know, and I know people want him to be physical, and I did too. And I had my criticisms as well. But, man, over the last two months, he has been downright dominant. And, and it goes all the way down the line with all those guys. Talking to Eddie Johnson. Uh, Eddie, you know, there was a lot of talk of, okay, wow, all of a sudden Chris Paul's coming back with nine games left, and that was faster than maybe originally expected. But, I mean, you're around this team. You've been around Chris Paul. There was no way they were keeping him out any longer. He was probably probably itching to get back for the last week or so, I would imagine. Well, again, you know, I know how – see, people have to get out of this robotic mindset. Like, you know, these guys aren't robots. So people are like, oh, why is he coming back, you know – Maybe he should stay out until the playoffs start. Oh, and then what? Did you watch The Wizard of Oz? <laughs> I mean, when Dorothy, when Dorothy found the Tin Man, was he moving like a Tin Man? No, he had to do what? Put oil on him. You okay? I mean, so you just don't all of a sudden throw somebody out there and they're back to normal. 
And so Chris Paul needs reps. Like, he was out for a lot of time. He needs reps. He needs to get his energy back. He needs to get back into NBA shape. Like, he's in shape, but NBA shape, which is the only shape you can get in other than just you got to play NBA basketball. And so my my whole thing is about being injured and playing 17, 18 years total, okay? Didn't miss many games at all. Uh, the idea of you thinking that you can save yourself is wrong. John Wall tore his Achilles getting out of the shower. Mm-hmm. Okay, he wasn't playing. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't know when you can get hurt. Well, for you know this. I mean, you go play the game. When you're thinking about getting hurt, you're going to get hurt. Listen, Eddie, man, I could not agree with you anymore. If there is an Achilles heel with this team, what do you think it is? If there is. Well, I think that, I, you know, I don't know. I don't think it is an Achilles heel. I truly don't. I think, look, I think we have the best team in the league. I think we have the best bench in the league. Yep. We have the best coach in the league. Okay. We have the best fourth quarter players in the league and Chris Paul and Devin Booker. I mean, we have a big man now, DeAndre Ayton, that's up there with the top big men in the league. Yeah. We got the best defensive player in the league. Yeah. In my estimation, before he got injured, we had the best three point shooter going in the league in Cam Johnson. So we don't need nothing but to stay focused, to stay energized, to stay respectful of your talent, and to keep your confidence sky high. That's it. I don't see any other addition they need. I don't look. Landry Shaman has struggled, so I would have probably said that to you. Yeah. Like if you asked me that question a week ago or two weeks ago, but look how he's playing now. Yeah. So it's like I don't see anything. That that's what's scary here. Right. I don't see any addition, any additive, any nothing. But those guys show up, and I believe if they show up, they can beat anybody every night. And you know how rare that is. I mean, it's you don't. You just said Eddie Johnson. You just said this team does not have a weakness. No, that 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 they don't. I I and I I would agree with you. Um, maybe the rebounding. Maybe would you throw that out there? Maybe well, the yes, fact that they got to do a better job. But Wolf, in saying that, also understand they're, they're, they get challenged with rebounding when they go small. Okay, and but every team goes small, so you're going to have your good nights rebounding. You're going to have your bad nights. But if they decide to, say, throw DeAndre in there and maybe drop Bismack in there, nobody rebounding on this team. Yeah. And you'll see that against the bigger teams. Come playoff time, you'll see that. Yeah. But I think that if any vulnerability, yeah, that might be it. But with a running team, historically, that happens to most running teams, where they all, they're antsy to get out and run. And they try to give the, you know, the responsibility of the rebound to a teammate. And that's not the way you play. Thank you so much, Eddie. Really love your stuff. All right. And appreciate you coming on, man. Thanks, Eddie. Uh, anytime, guys. Take care.